Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to talk about why you can trust your feelings when it comes to dating. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. The link for that is in the show notes. And then if you haven't already, you can schedule a free 15 minute laser coaching session with me where you can ask me any question you have around dating or confidence and I'll do my best to answer it within the timeframe. So the link for that is in my Instagram bio. And my Instagram is just my first and last name, Amber Grubenman. Lastly, if you are interested in learning how to attract men and go from dating to exclusive and beyond without playing games, and therefore (laughs) with so much more fun and with way less anxiety, then absolutely go ahead and check out the link in the show notes. There is a link to learn more about my coaching program And then on that page, you can schedule a consult. So we're just coming up to the end of the month here. So it's January 26th as this comes out. So if you would like to begin this transformation in February, make sure you schedule a consult before the end of the month. All right, so let's talk about using your feelings in your body as a guide and a compass for which connections to continue pursuing. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how to even notice what you feel and what to look out for, because it can be a little bit confusing. But first, I wanted to talk about what actually prevents us from noticing these things and acting on these things in the first place. The first obstacle is that it's extremely difficult to be honest with ourselves. So when you go on a date and he's so hot, (laughs) but the truth is that you feel restricted and like you can't really be yourself. And if you're honest, it feels a little bit like it's not completely flowing and it's just a little like an effort to keep the conversation going. It can be really difficult to reflect on that and be honest with yourself that it's not the right connection when there's something about the connection that you really like or are attracted to. In addition, we might not be honest with ourselves because we're coming from a scarce place where maybe we don't have the next person lined up right away or we don't know how long it would take to meet another person that we feel connected with. So we'd rather just kind of stuff away those feelings and keep going with this connection even though something about it doesn't quite feel right. The second huge thing that prevents us from really tuning into these feelings and allowing them to guide us is blaming ourselves when something doesn't feel great. So for example, I consider myself to be a highly sensitive person and Simply what that means for me is that my body reacts very quickly and differently depending on who I'm interacting with, even if it's just a two second interaction or I'm just sitting next to somebody. And it took me my whole life to see the blessing in that. (laughs) But for most of my life, and sometimes if I'm not paying attention still, what I would do is interpret my negative feeling and internalize it and make it my fault. 
So if I felt uncomfortable with somebody, I would think it's because I'm not relaxed enough. I'm not an easy person to be around. I'm not extroverted enough or something is wrong with me because I feel this way. And it wasn't until actually recently over the last few years that I discovered that I don't feel that way with everybody And it's actually more of a signal of the kind of connection that I have with different people and not as a signal that either person was doing something wrong. So I noticed that with some people, it's way easier and it's way lighter and I feel a lot different. And with other people, I feel more constricted and heavy and it doesn't feel like I can be myself. And rather than blame myself and think that I should be able to get along with everybody or I'm not making the connection happen somehow. I started to let go of those connections really quickly, which made way more room for the connections that were more natural and felt good to me. And so while on one hand it's true that maybe some people who are more extroverted, more bubbly, who have a different personality than I do, would feel that resonance and connection with more people, um, I just stopped trying to force myself (laughs) to be that person. And that made it so much easier to find the people that I naturally resonate with because I wasn't trying to fit a round peg in a square hole. So that ended up being a great gift and guide and compass for finding those people more quickly. And so let's talk about how to be more sensitive and to tune into how you feel more in the dating process and how to use that as a guide. So the first thing, just the first layer is, do I feel open or closed? Do I feel light or do I feel restricted? So just noticing those two polar opposites in our body. The closed feeling, you might notice that you're fidgeting more, You might notice that your stomach is clenched. You might notice that your breathing is more shallow. You might notice that you just feel more tension in different areas of your body. And it just feels like a tightening. And what I've noticed with the tightening is that that happens physically, but it also tends to happen mentally and emotionally. So if I'm on a date and I'm feeling more restricted, then I notice that my jokes don't come up or my questions and my curiosity is more suppressed and it's not as easy to think about the next thing to say or to fire back with something witty like all of that stuff just feels suppressed and i'm not able to access it as easily i'll also notice that on the other hand where if i'm feeling more open that the jokes just come up and I feel like I can be myself and I have more to share and there's space and room for me. There's room for my opinions. There's room for my thoughts. I don't feel shut down. And I will notice that with people sometimes within the first few seconds or the first few minutes even. So open or closed and the first place that you want to check is in your body and how clenched you are. And I will say that it's normal to have a little bit of clenching with any first date or any experience because it's new, you might be a little bit nervous, but if you feel suppressed and like the real you isn't shining for some reason, 
then that's usually an indication of the quality of the connection between you and that person. Another thing that is really interesting to pay attention to is how insecure do I feel around this person? And once you start to pay more and more attention to how you feel around other people, so this is both in friendships and in dating, you'll notice that with some people, you feel naturally more, again, like you can be yourself, there's room and space to be you. And then with other people, it kind of feels like you're always doing something wrong or you're saying the wrong thing or something about your life is wrong or you're not good enough in some way. And something is happening in that connection where that's the energy that's triggered. And so again, going back to the original things that we spoke about that can prevent us from acknowledging how we feel and using it as a compass, you might have thoughts like, well, it's probably my fault because I am insecure or I should feel different. And again, what I've just noticed over the years is that with certain people, I just wouldn't feel that way. I would just feel more comfortable to be myself. And after hanging out with them, I liked myself better because I got to experience the true self that I am. And with other people where I felt more suppressed, where I felt more restricted, I ended up leaving the connection feeling like I don't enjoy myself and I don't like myself as much, probably because I wasn't being my true self with that person. So also check in to see how you feel after the interaction to see if there's more of a feeling of insecurity or shame or negativity and checking in with your energy levels as well. Do I feel energized or do I feel drained? Do I feel like I spent my energy in a good way? Like sometimes I might feel tired after hanging out with a friend or on a date for a long time, but it felt like a good way to spend my energy and time. And other times it felt like, oh my gosh, that took everything out of me. So another thing to check into after the date is your energy levels. And then also if you're thinking about meeting the person again, think about your energy levels around that. So the thought of seeing them again, does it make your body feel tired and take out energy or does it make you feel energized and you look forward to it? Lastly, I want to talk about the really intense emotions which have misguided us, which is why we don't trust our emotions. So when I think back to connections that I've had that were very intense and there was a lot of chemistry and a lot of passion and it was all so fast and all of that kind of stuff. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the 40% guy. (laughs) And when I think about those connections, it's really interesting to reflect on, on one hand, there was this really like strong, strong excitement about that connection and physical desire for that connection and all of that stuff. And if I had been really honest with myself, those were some of the people that I felt the least comfortable with. Those connections were often some of those connections where I felt the most suppressed and not myself. And because I was so attracted to the person or because there was some sort of very fun chemistry there, I ignored those feelings and thought that I should make it work anyways or just blamed myself for 
being too insecure or too anxious or not cool enough because I'm not being myself and because I'm not feeling the way I should feel. And so reflecting on that, what I would have done is not necessarily immediately end the connection, but probably also not try to force it to be a long-term connection. I probably would have just enjoyed it for what it was, which was like a nice summer fireworks situation. (laughs) So the point of that is to not confuse the extreme excitement as the compass for what is right. It's actually more of the relaxed openness that allows you to be yourself and allows your true self to blossom and come out that we're looking for in these connections. And with that, you're still going to have chemistry with people. So don't worry, it doesn't just have to be the friendship aspect of things. However, don't let that excitement rule out all the other emotions and feelings that you're experiencing while you're with that person. So one thing that I teach a lot on this podcast and that comes up with clients in the work that we do is The Model by Brooke Castillo. And basically, any psychology will tell you thoughts create feelings. So when you're tuning into how you feel with other people, you might be thinking, well, what if it's my thoughts creating that feeling? So let's say you hang out with somebody and then you notice you feel really restricted and drained afterwards. You might think, okay, well, what was I thinking to create those thoughts? And then let me work on those thoughts so I feel better. And my perspective is that is true. However, when it comes to initial connections and the connections that you're choosing to invest time into, don't choose connections that are difficult from the start or where you can't be yourself right from the start or where you feel insecure and drained after right from the beginning. When I think about thought work, when it comes to dating and relationships, that is something that I bust out when I had a really great start with somebody where I felt like I could be myself and it was feeling great. So we continued. And then, you know, our thoughts and our judgments and our expectations of them get in the way of the connection and make us feel negative things at times in the connection. And that's where we want to do thought work and take complete responsibility for that. And in the beginning, taking complete responsibility just looks different where you are tuned into how this connection feels to you and you're responsible for ending the connection or distancing yourself from the connection if it doesn't feel right. All right, everybody, I hope this was super useful to you. It's a skill that you can build and it's very, very helpful in dating. Like I said in the beginning, if you are interested in learning more about starting this work together next month, make sure that you schedule a consult before the end of January so that we can get started in February. All right, I'll talk to you very soon. Have a great day.